0: G'day legends, and welcome to Kickstart Thinking, the podcast that helps you get into it, get over it, get onto it, and get on with it. No matter where we are or where we want to be, we all need to kickstart our thinking every day to keep us on track toward our best life. I'm your host, Rick Heaney, and my purpose here is to help you create a mindset that lifts you and lifts the lives of those around you. So thanks for joining me on Kickstart Thinking. Now let's get into it and kickstart yours. G'day, Legends, and welcome to today's episode of the Kickstart Thinking Podcast. Today, we're talking about overcoming fear. I'm your host, Rick Heaney, and I'm really happy that you've joined me here today at the Kickstart Thinking Podcast, so, uh, so let's get into it. First up, are you developing that awesome habit yet, that morning habit that will transform your mindset into a success-achieving powerhouse? Did you look into the mirror this morning and say, today I'm kickstarting my thinking? Yes? Fantastic. No? Why not give it a try? You can make it a variation of it. It doesn't really matter so long as it's a positive thing. Years ago, when I started uh, wanting to change my thinking, I'd look at myself in the mirror and I'd say, damn, you're good. Of course, the voice in my head, which I called Mortimer, Mortimer would say, you lying idiot. You're not good. And then the next day, I'd, I'd say, damn, you're good. And after a while, and I knew I was being, you know, it sounded silly. But after a while, I actually started to realize that talking positively to myself was actually what it was all about and talking positively about me, not just about other things, but about me. That's what it was about. And it's uh, and it's about building a habit of actually looking at yourself and saying, I'm okay. Okay, so in the mornings, give it a crack, look at yourself in the mirror and say, today I'm kickstarting my thinking. Back to today's topic, overcoming fear. Before you look at overcoming fear, sometimes it's important to unpack it a little bit, to look at it, to welcome the idea that you can actually work through it and get past it. We'll, we'll cover a fair bit of stuff today. so. There's all kinds of acronyms for fear, false evidence appearing real, whatever, but the reality is fear is typically irrational. It's an irrational response that you have created inside your mind that actually can manifest in in all kinds of things that can hold you back. It it could get physical, there's a whole range of different things. I was actually looking at a website called uh, Healthline and they've got a whole bunch of stuff on fear. And some of the fears that have got in here, genophobia, which is a fear of knees. Glossophobia, which is a fear of public speaking. And let's talk about that one for a second. It's often said that fear of speaking in public is the number one fear in the world. In fact, people say that they have a greater fear of speaking in public than of dying by fire. Well, that's actually not true. And let me tell you how that came about. When a list was being put together, more people said they had a fear of public speaking than said they feared dying by fire. So it's not that people are more scared of of speaking in public than of dying by fire. It's just that more people said they were, that was their number one fear. Let's look at some common fears. Fear of heights. I had that one really badly and I'll tell you later on how I got past it. Fear of flying, fear of spiders, and I've got a really good story about that one. Uh, fear of thunder, fear of crowds, the didn't end as common ones. Fear of rejection, fear of judgment, fear of looking foolish. We all have those and they're usually the things that hold us back from actually achieving much more. One of the important things to realise though is that you can't necessarily outlogic fear. Sometimes what you need to do is actually do the thing sometimes you need to basically unpack what it is that you're scared of and and then look at it as if you're somebody else looking at it look at that fear as if you're saying to somebody else okay let's let's help you work through it because just about every fear can be overcome in fact every fear can be overcome because it's it's internal dialogue it's it's stuff that we're saying to ourselves fear isn't something that's actually true fear is a feeling fear is a response have a look at things that you're afraid of and, and ask yourself, are there other people who can do that? When I had a fear of heights, I could not imagine how people could just climb up tall trees. You had a guy I know was a, um, a citrus farmer and he was up and down trees all the time, Didn't never, never bothered him would have terrified me at the time. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that. When I was a kid, and I think this is how it started, and all fear starts some way. So with my fear of heights, I think that probably started when I fell off the roof of a roof of a shed. We had a, uh, a shed in our backyard, and we had um, chicken coop and stuff up there. And, and uh, I was up there with one of my brothers and sisters and uh, as, as a little bloke, probably about eight years old or something, and I fell off Yeah, I fell off and got banged up. From there, my brain said to me, okay, don't get up in high places because when you fall, it hurts. So that fear developed and it actually got to the point where I had a hard time getting on a step ladder you yeah, a six foot step ladder I would I, it would make me nervous I couldn't get up on the roof of a house so yeah it was a, was a real issue for me and in fact it's probably the probably one of the worst times I can think of was uh, when I was in the navy and I was, we were at sea and uh, as a shipwright yeah, you know, the maintenance of the structure of the ship was uh, was was our gig, and part of the plan maintenance was to actually climb up on the uh, climb up the mast of the of the ship. Now we're not talking sailing ships; we're talking warships. Um, they still have a mast, radar mast, and things. It uh, Was to climb up the ladder and inspect uh, the structure of the mast. Well, I didn't want to do it. Now safety harness and all this kind of stuff, but I didn't want to do it. I was terrified, and I told my boss, uh, my chief at the time, that I didn't want to do it, uh, and that I had a, a fear of heights. And he basically said, "Well, I don't care. Get up." there um, and so I did and went up did the job I was absolutely terrified the ship was uh, the ship was rolling of course the further I went up the mast the more that was amplified and uh, anyway so I came back down basically threw the harness and everything back down on the ground and and uh, and and I was shaking like a leaf and the chief said to me oh you've been being serious you actually do have a fear of heights and I went, yes chief I do and he said oh I just figured you did want to do it but later on after I got out of the Navy actually I and um, started to get into a lot of personal development and uh, neurolinguistic programming, and started to understand these things. I really started to be able to go, okay, this is something that I can do something about. But it was an irrational fear, and it was and it was really debilitating. Part of what helped me realise that I could get through these things is uh, with part of my neurolinguistic programming training, I did a forty-foot firewalk. Now, this is not something that a lot of people do. Yeah, we had this uh, had this big event, and uh, and yeah, I walked through forty feet of, uh, of red hot burning coals and came out the other side of it without a single mark, without a burn. It was quite incredible. And in fact, part of the tagline for that bio walk, turning fear into power. And I started to think, maybe I can do something about this fear of heights. So a while later, I was at a leadership training camp for uh, for a weekend. And in fact, Andrea was there with me again. With, uh, and our daughter, Jordan, who was about, she wouldn't have been a year old. She was, uh, of course, along with us. And there's a whole bunch of people, really, really, really supportive, great, fun bunch of people. So people were doing all kinds of things to challenge themselves. And there was this thing called the death leap, which is a really, really good thing for a person with a fear of heights to be thinking about, right? So, And let me tell you about the death leap. Uh, there is a pole about 90 millimeter uh, diameter steel pole 26 foot tall which is about uh, eight and a half meters and on the top of this pole and there's these climbing pegs up the side of it and on the top of this pole is a steel platform and the idea is you climb up the pole and you stand on the steel platform now if you think of the weight of a person this pole is swaying as you're climbing up but it's certainly swaying when it gets it when you get to the top but It's not called the death climb and it's not called the death climb down. It's called the death leap because the idea is you stand up on this platform 26 feet up in the air and you leap through the air and you catch a trapeze which is strung between two trees not far away or between a frame depending on where it is. In this case it was between trees. And uh, I said I'm going to do it and I was terrified. And yes you have a harness on and you can't actually get hurt because of the harness, but fear is not a rational thing. I was terrified. It took me about 15 minutes to climb up that pole. And all those people there, they're going, you can do it, you can do it. You know, all very supportive, very positive. And I got to the top of this thing and I didn't climb up on on the platform. I actually crouched over and I, and I wrapped my arms around the platform. I was lying on a platform and I was absolutely terrified. I was I was so terrified, I actually couldn't cry. And it got to the point where all these people are saying, it's okay, we'll let you down. Yeah, we'll, we'll lower you down. Well, I thought, no, I've got to do this. So it took me about another five minutes and I managed to stand up on this platform and I can actually feel the, I, I can feel the emotion of this right now. And I stood up on this platform and the platform's wobbling about and I summoned up all my courage. And remember, there's an old saying that says, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is is acting in spite of the fear. So I summed up all my courage that I could and I leapt through the air and grabbed hold of this trapeze and it was just the most amazing feeling. I can just I could feel the elation right now, just reliving it. And basically what I'd done is an, is an old saying, do what you fear, and the fear will disappear. I had actually what I showed myself is I could actually push through and do something that I was afraid of, and it was okay. So anyway, they lowered me down and it was all you know, big celebrations, and 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 that effort just obliterated that fear of mine. Okay. I no longer have that fear. I I just from that moment I've no longer been afraid of, of heights whatsoever. I climb buildings. I climb, yeah. With, we've got a property maintenance business. I climb up six meter ladders. I climb up, know, yeah, twenty meter scaffold. Doesn't doesn't bother me. Uh, I can stand on the top of a building and look over the edge. I have a healthy respect for heights, and I'm all, and I'm conscious of the safety. But I have no fear anymore. And that's a that's a really powerful thing because what I want you to do is I want you to think about the fears that hold you back, and I want you to think about the fears that sometimes might be debilitating. There might be it might be a fear of something physical. It might be a fear of you know of some of, of doing something. I mentioned the fear of spiders before. Uh, I was at a, a neuro programming training course uh, a few years back. And a big part of NLP is, you know, people say, oh, yeah, you use NLP to get rid of fears. And yeah, absolutely you can. And, and I, I helped a lady with a, um, a fear of spiders. And she had this, she's just the thought of spiders, you could actually see her getting clammy. Her fingers would start to turn white and she'd go pale. And, and uh, I've, I've never seen anybody with such a fear of spiders before. Um, I asked her what was the, the worst occasion. Is this is part of the process of, uh, of, of overcoming the fears or breaking through them. And she said that she, when her daughter was about uh, eight months old, she and her sister had been out shopping and, you know, when they were coming back in from the car, and there was a, a huntsman on the the fly screen door as she reached out to to open the door with the baby in her in her arms and she saw the husband and she uh, she just freaked out she actually threw her daughter, which I couldn't believe. She threw her daughter and her sister caught her and she ran because this, this spider just freaked her out so much. Anyway, so I took her through a process and we uh, eradicated that uh, that fear. And she actually, afterwards, she said, oh, wow, it's just so strange. It's, uh, it's strange to think that I was actually scared of those things. And she was completely calm. She looked at a photo of a, of a big huntsman on her, um, on her phone. Didn't bother her at all, whereas before she couldn't even do that. But I said to her, have you passed on that fear of spiders to your daughter? And she said, uh, no, actually, no, no, she's she's fine with spiders. And, uh, and I said, yeah, but I bet she's got a morbid fear of being shot out of a cannon. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, so I want you to think about how fear affects you. And I want you to think about whether or not it really needs to. You know, what are the things that you're afraid of? Are you afraid of heights like I was? Are you afraid of spiders like that lady was? Are you afraid of being in crowds? I know crowds can be very, very overwhelming. One of the things that I helped a couple of people get through with crowded places, and especially big crowded cities like Bangkok and stuff like that, is I've got them to actually just stop for a moment and allow the manic pace and the manic nature of the crowd to wash over them like a sideshow and just imagine imagine they're standing there watching a show. And as you do that, you just let that manic pace, you let all the the rush of the people and everything go past you. And all of a sudden, things tend to slow down and and you can actually see what's in front of you. And all of a sudden the big crowd is just something that's outside of you, not something that's that's controlling you. There are always things that you can do. If you're worried about looking foolish, understand that if you're attempting something, then you're doing that with your conscious mind. And you're doing it with your conscious mind. Therefore, it's a lot more effort. You know, We all tend to feel like, oh, I don't know whether I'm gonna be good at that. Well, you're not gonna be good at that until you actually get good at it. Zig Ziglar had a, um, had a saying which I love. He said, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you can learn to do it well. Don't be afraid of trying new things. Don't be afraid of stepping outside and stepping into your discomfort zone. So rather than going, oh, I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone, start actually deliberately stepping into your discomfort zone. And you will actually find that your that your skills increase, that your confidence increases, your ability to get past things that you don't think you can do will increase. Start to do the things that you think you can't do. You know, like jumping out of an aeroplane was something that, uh, that I never thought I'd do. Did that uh, last year, it was fantastic. Is being in confined spaces an issue for you? Well, there's ways you can get around that too. What I want you to do is understand that fear is something that we all have. And anybody who tells you that they don't have a fear of something, they'll lie to you about other things too, or they're lying to themselves. Remember that being scared of something doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means that you're allowing yourself to stop yourself from doing it. You can actually step out of where you are into where you want to be. And yes, it will be uncomfortable. And yes, you might be afraid, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. So what I want you to do, take a look at the fears that you have. Take it, just, you know, start with one, start with a small fear, start with whatever you like, but understand that you can make that change. Talk to somebody about it. Hey, give me a call. I'll talk to you about it. And in, in fact, and with anything that you want to achieve, if you want to achieve more in life, talk to me. Right? Let's work together. Uh, I've actually got a digital course that's coming up fairly soon, which is going to enable people to change their inner dialogue to, to allow them to, to just get more out of life. I'll give you some more detail about that in an upcoming podcast. But I want you to, to look at the look at the fear that you have and say, why do I have that? And what can I do about it? And then start to look into how you can actually overcome the things that, that that hold you back, and usually you'll find, well, always you'll find that it comes down to your thinking, it comes down to what you, uh, your internal dialogue, what you say to yourself, and, and understand that if anybody else can do something, then you can too. So kickstart your thinking by taking a look at your fears and saying, it's okay that I've got those fears, and it's okay that I don't need to have them anymore, and then start doing something about them. So look at yourself in the bathroom mirror tomorrow, Look in your eyes and say, today, I'm kickstarting my thinking. Today, I kickstart my dreams. I stop feeling sorry for myself. I make a difference in my day today. And today, I'm going to do something about obliterating my fears. So do that each day for the next 30 days, and you'll have created a habit that will change your life. So please, as I say each, uh, each podcast, remember to keep your actions kind, your thoughts positive, your attitude grateful, and always have caring in your heart. And remember, you can kickstart your future today and you can kick your fears' butts. So please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all the various places that you get podcasts. Uh, I'd love it if you'd leave me a, a good rating, a five-star rating and a review for the show because it helps other people find the show more easily. And let's let's help others kickstart their thinking. Let's help others you know, get through their fears as well. I'd love to work with you so and help you take your life where you want it to go. So reach out and let's work together. Thank you so much for listening. Tune into the next episode. And for now, get stuck in and make your day sensational.